Hey, honeys, I have something exclusive to tell you. You can hear episodes of my show and 30 others, Harmontown, Drinky Fun Time, Dumpable Town, before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. Lucky you. You can listen right now on the TuneIn app. Play Nashville a week early. You're like living in a time machine, baby. So why don't you check it out? All you have to do is download the TuneIn app and listen for free. This is like being a podcast VIP. Don't forget, they also have live sports, news, music, audiobooks. It's enabled in Apple CarPlay, so I think you should check it out. All you have to do is go to tunein.com slash natchbute. Tune in, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, Twisting the Wind has begun, but first, a word from our sponsor, as spoken with words from me. Are you, or have you ever considered sex as an option? Yes, yes you have. You're a mammal, you're listening. So here's the deal, fellas. Here's the deal, ladies. Here's the deal, anybody. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you can get 50% off, that's half off, just about any item. Oh, but that's not all. When you select your item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs. That's right, three free adult DVDs. And for just a little inspiration, adamandeve.com is throwing in a free extra gift that's so, so sensual. I can't even mention it here on this podcast top it off guess what you get free shipping free shipping on your entire order which you got for 50% off and you know what that's not a joke 50% off when you type in the promo code of wind that's w-i-n-d for the offer code upon checkout you have to do it percent off three free adult dvds plus a free extra gift and free shipping on the whole fucking line welcome to twisting the wind it's a podcast this is kind of how it starts I guess we can say that. I guess we can say that. How come? How come I have to drive all the way over there? How come I have? Do I have to? in a car. No. I could have sworn. I thought he was... I thought... Yeah. No, that's not how it works. 
You don't tell Jenica when to pick up her birth control. Okay? It doesn't work that way, motherfuckers. It just doesn't work that way all this time. Do you understand me? It doesn't work that way, okay? You gotta send a card to take me to the pharmacy. All I wanna do is be able to get to the beach without having to actually drive, but not having to not take my car. Don't you understand? Hey, my name is Johnny Pemberton. Welcome to Twisting the Wind. You've been inside it now for a while. It's just now it's really starting because it's just really right here right now. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. Um, thank you for bearing with me. Thank you for bearing down. You know, sometimes you have to bear down. You really have to just uh, evacuate that mess you created that's inside of you. Those toxins, get those out, evacuate them, put them in the right place, and make sure it's clean and go about your day. So thank you for that, for bearing down, bearing with, and bearing witness. Ah, bear witness! Who's talking there? Why? Hello? What do you, what do you think this is? You think this is some kind of a fucking joke, huh? Do you think this is some kind of like a bullshit joke podcast, Pemberton, where you can just fuck around and like say whatever you want, huh? God. What do you think iTunes thinks about this when you just like do this thing where you're fucking around for the beginning of the podcast? What about the sponsor? What about the guest? What about the person who's tuning in for the first time, huh? What are you going to say to them? You're just going to say, sorry, I was uh, thinking about bees and fennel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. When I say yeah. Whoa, sorry about that. That was Donnie Jeffcoat. He gets a little carried away sometimes. Back to regular Twisting the Wind. Hey, thanks. Okay, okay, so here's the deal. If you don't mind, please go to iTunes and rate and review the podcast. It's very easy, it's very simple, and it keeps the pipes flowing. Keeps the pipes flowing if you rate and review it, if you do a good thing there. Two, are you going to buy something from Amazon? Go to feralaudio.com, feralaudio.com, and buy it through our Amazon portal. We get money back just by you spending your normal spend on that website when you do it through us. So buy a fucking couch, get it delivered. Buy like a like a new hot tub complex, like a kind of hot. You know those hot tubs they have now, where it's like two hot tubs and it has an underground like cold tube that stays cold even though it's connecting the two hot tubs. And you can have so you can have it like where it goes. You know, it's like a it's like a special anti drowning underground c- tube connector. You can get those delivered for less than a hundred thousand dollars. And if you're gonna get that, get it on Amazon through. Ver- <laughs> through feralaudio.com have it delivered and um, we'll get a kickback even though it won't cost you any more money than it normally would it'll still be like a standard $500,000 double hot tub connector shipped in one piece that's how it works but we get money somehow I don't know I think it's probably illegal in, in the EU now but whatever let's uh let's keep the pumps open baby and keep this fucking Jaguar fed Give me some of that hot milk. Do that. Do that, too. And I said... <laughs> oh, God. I don't even know. I don't even know what I was laughing at. But number thrice, number three, however you want to say it, 
if you are so inclined, if, if you're, you're just feeling, feeling a certain way right now, if you're feeling a certain way, it will be really good. If you want to contact Twisting the Wind or reach the podcast, that is, reach the legions of people who are working on this production line right now. Cling, tink. Oh, how do you do it? You go to email and you do it to twistingthewind at gmail.com. Simple as shit. If you know, if you have simple shits, some people have complicated shits. I have complicated shits. My bowels are. It's like World War One without the Christmas armistice. Armistice. Is that you say it? Armistice. 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 Armist. Who's mistist? Is that your mist? I felt a just sort of like a like a like a refreshing kind of like a like I just stepped into like one of those elevated. Uh, cloud forest where there's, you know, was that your mist? Oh, it was Armistice. Armistice. Yep, they stopped fighting. It's Armistice. So do those three things. Contact, buy through us, and rate and review. Rate and review is the same fucking thing. Also, let me just say this. To those of you who have, who, to those of you who have rated and reviewed the podcast, I am touched. People have said some very creative, nice things. You all have written some things that have made me feel so fucking great. Just so specific, so intelligent, so just creative that I want to just die backwards in a pool of chocolate that's cool enough to drink, but not so cold as to make my skin feel uncomfortable as I'm swimming in it. And oh, God. Oh. Hello, bakery. Oh, great. I got through. Oh, wow. How's it going? Oh, good. Good. I've been trying to get through for like about 20 minutes now. It's just there's all these problems happening. Oh, okay. Good. How you doing? Wh- oh, go oh, ahead. What can I do for you? Well, I'm trying to figure out something to get, um, you know, because I'm trying to figure out what to get. Um, my name is Kevin, by the way. And uh, I got a buddy, Patrick, and a buddy, Phil. I'm trying to get them something because I'm about to do this uh, this interview talk with them where we're out camping. Um, you know, technically we already did it, and it was really good. Like a, did you want a cookie or a cake with something written on it? I guess so. Can you do like a combination? Because, see, I'm, here's the thing. I'm a cookie guy, but they're cake okay, wait- people. Okay, I'll let you uh, talk to the cake decorator. She'll, she'll be able to uh, oh. give you options. What do you do then? Uh, I'm uh, I package and I bake and I do donuts and stuff. Oh, you know what? I love donuts the most. Don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? How do you How do you make them and also not and like to eat them? You know what I mean? Oh well, a lot, a lot of the cakes, well, all the cakes come in frozen, and they just have to be thawed. But you have to be artistic to be able to decorate them. But no, about I'm the not artistic. Oh, what about the donuts? Though, what about the donuts? Huh? Hello. What about the donuts? I'm sorry. What? Oh, oh what about the donuts? You were just. Oh, is this, this a different this, person? This is. This is a cake decorator. Okay, I was talking to a girl who said she liked the donuts. Oh, yeah, she fries the donuts, but she said you were looking at a cookie or a cake or something. Well, so I mean, that would I, be me that you'd want to talk to. Yeah, okay, great. What's your name? Jera. Oh, hey, how do you spell that? That's a cool name. J-E-R-A. Wow, what's that from? Um, I have no idea. Wow, I never heard that before. I heard a lot of names. 
I never heard that yeah. one. Is it short for something like Geraldine? No. Just that, huh? Just that, yep. Must be like uh, Middle Eastern or something, huh? I'm not sure. I'll have to look it up. Wow, you don't know about your name. That's crazy. Yeah. J-E-R-A, huh? Yep. Oh, that's a fun one. I didn't know that. I wonder if that's like a thing from a video game or something. Wow, okay. I got some friends. They got pretty normal names, though. Nothing like that. I got a guy okay. named um, Mushtoot. I'm just kidding. I was trying to think of a name that was good. <laughs> I got a friend named Patrick and a friend named Phil. And I'm talking to them on a campsite here coming up on how to do, do something special for them. We have a cookie cake. Uh-huh. Um, that it's, a, it's just a chocolate chip cookie, like a round cake that we can decorate. Um, what makes it a cake? And they just call it a cookie cake. Oh, well, they, why is we it? We just frost it. So I don't know why they call it a cookie cake. I don't, I'm not really sure. They must, they must make it in a cake pan or something. What I'm do you mean? Sure. Well, what's it look like? Can you describe it? It's just, it's just a one huge giant chocolate chip cookie. How big is huge? Like two feet? No, like twelve inches. Twelve inches. How many? How like big 12 is twelve inches around? How big is that? Um. Inches. Is that like how big like is an a, inch? How big is an inch? Yeah, I don't know that stuff too well. Um. Well, it'll feed. How many are you looking to feed? Well, I mean, the number is not so much important because I got a couple guys here who are, you know, one of them is a gymnast. It used to be, yeah, he used to be is the, the primary word. And uh, other guys, you know, he can live off the land. He can, he's been up at 10,000 feet for, for weeks at a time. Okay. So the cookie, the cookie, um, you know what the size of a pie is? A pie, like a standard pie, like yep, two feet? Like a, like a, like a, like a regular pumpkin pie. That yeah, you, like, so about, in the oven. well, we just yeah, got so one. it's a little bit bigger than that. So it's a little bit bigger than an, than an oven. Than a pie. Okay, so that's like that's about. Like the pie. Like if you had like a guy's arm, the part of the man's arm that goes from the inside of the elbow to where the wrist starts, how long is that? Um, I don't know. I think it varies who, depending upon who, who, who the person is. Like, How about like an person? average six foot guy? That's um, how tall I am. I'm just thinking that's it why. It would probably be a little bit, a little bit shorter than that. Okay. So that's like, how many inches is that? Like two? No, there it's, it's a 12, it's a 12 inch round cookie. What's that mean? What? giant cookie. Right. But what's that mean? What's that measurement? Where's that measurement going? 12 inches. It's just, it's a circle. It's a big right. circle. Is that the around or is that across or is that halfway across? It's around. It's around. It's just one big giant circle around like this, like, like, uh, like a apple pie or a pumpkin pie that you put in the oven. That's circular. It's like that. It's just a little bit, it's just a little bit, um, wider than that. So you mean if you took a string and you laid it around the outside and you measured that string, it would be 12 inches? If you took a string and measured it 12 inches and then put the two ends together, that's how big it would be. What do you mean you put the two ends together? If you took the string and cut and you measure 12 inches, you cut 12 inches, and then you make a big circle out of it. Okay. And the two, and when the two ends meet that big circle, that's how, how big your, your cookie would be. I just did that. 
here with like a piece of string, and it looks like it's kind of small, like the size of like a a baby's face. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, That's not that big. Um, kind of. What do you got? Is how many of those can you it's get a, them together? How can you get what together? Because you said this is 12 inches, so that's as big as like a baby's face. What if you had it where it was a lot bigger? How can you can you get them bigger than that? The cookie? Yeah. No, it's one size. We have just the one big circle cookie. Could it's you, a 12 inch round cookie. Oh, okay, 12 inches around the cookie. Okay. So if we did that, yeah. well, see, that sounds like enough for maybe one guy. Uh, you could probably split it with two. Oh, well, I don't know what kind of guys you're, you know, but I, the kind of guys I know are cookie crazy, well, so. I know, um, I know plenty of guys that are well over six feet tall, and they would probably, two of them would be able to share one of those cookies, because it's thicker. Right, so, how thick? Like, like as thick as it is wide? No. So is it like a, is it like a pillar? Like a About tower? two, three inches th- thick. Okay, so that's as thick as it is wide. Is if that you want to come in if you want to come in and look at the cookies, we have a cookie rack um um right by where you walk in the grocery store aisle. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be store. great. If you just want to come in and look at the size of it and then you'll know. I wish I could right now. I just can't. I I got to know. What do you need this for? Well, I need it for probably Thursday. Thursday? But my big question here is it can can they be combined? What do you mean, can it be combined? Is there a way you can, like, tape them together, but not with tape, but something you can eat? No. How about stacking them? Can we stack them on? Yeah, make, like, a giant Oreo? No, we can't can't do that. We just have... How much would it be to stack them? We don't have a a price for that. Well, how much... uh, Name your price. Uh, I just want them stacked. We We don't stack them. We can't stack them. You can buy two separate cookies and stick them together. I'm not sure. You're not sure? No. We we just, you can buy them separate, but we don't stack them because we don't have a price for that. We don't have a price tag sticker for that. But couldn't it just be, you just charge me for two of them? I can charge you for two of them, but we can't stack them together. Okay. We but, just, you'd have to buy them two separately. Oh, but you said you don't know. What do you mean? You were like, I don't know. No, we don't we don't stack the cookie cakes. You can buy mm-hmm. two cookies separately and we can decorate them for you. Is we it, don't have a price tag for a stacked cookie. Is that cuz it's dangerous? Together. Is it like a dangerous thing? What do you mean? What is the dangerous thing? If you stack them, like I wonder if it's an OSHA regulation, that's why they won't let you. Um no, we just we just don't have that. Okay. So you just so can't put them together because they're like too, too belt, too large. Right. They're well, they're twelve inches around. Okay. So they, and you can buy however many you want, and if you want to put them together, you can do that. But we don't have a price tag to put a bunch of them, stack them up top. So twelve inches around, about the size of a baby's face, can't stack them. Right. And that's because there's no price tag. Right. Oh, how come you can't just make a price tag? We have to put it through our system and... Oh, it's all about those systems. Isn't that something else, though, how those systems are just, you know, they tell you what to do. It's for like who's... 98 a piece for one, 
for a round cookie. So eight, how say that again? They're eight ninety nine a piece for round for one twelve inch round cookie. That's the one that's the size of a baby's face. Yes. Okay. So if I get two of those, it would be what is that? Uh, twelve dollars. No. For two of them. Yeah. You're looking at like seventeen ninety eight, I believe. Seventeen ninety eight. And when that is that with frosting or no? Yes. How we much? Can frost and decorate it for you. Oh, that that's included in the price. Yes. Oh my gosh. So how many do you want? Well, that's the thing. Like I'm saying, I, I really want to stack them. You're going to stack them when you buy them? Well, I want to have it stacked. So it's like when I, I give it to my friends. So we're out at the campsite there and I take it out. And I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, it's just a big cookie. I'm like, no, hold on a second. And then I take did off. You want, the, did you want to talk to the manager? Sure, I, whatever. I don't. I don't. Okay. I'm fine talking to you. I'm. I'm okay. 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 Currently sitting in a forest-like region, in a um, area of semi-protected wilderness. Right. Yeah. P and J. Partly. <laughs> there is uh, Phil Johnson is present and Patrick Lean is present. This is Johnny Pemberton. We are here on a, a very special high elevation episode of Twisting the Wind. We are above. At least 7,000 feet, maybe 8,000. I think about 8,300, Um, Maybe we can just start this discussion with, if you can tell me the differences. <laughs> Not the difference. What we were talking about before, your, what's the what's the phrase? Public the land? Place? Yeah. Your public land, or what is it? Something. Your, your national, well, the, there's national always these space. signs that say, you know, protect your public land. Your public land. Because it really is. It's ours. Right. And we're on public land right now. We're using it. We're shitting in it. We're peeing in it. Drinking in it. Eating in it. Just taking up, soaking up views and smells. And leaving no trace. Of course. What is the... I always mix it up. Is it leave only... <laughs> leave only trace, take only pictures. Uh, pick only... Pick only t- pictures and take only memories. <laughs> leave... Is, leave trace... Well, you can't. It's impossible to leave no trace. Right. But what is it? Leave only footprints, take only pictures. Yeah, that's is that what it is? that's the inspirational calendar. Or the hardcore one is take only memories, leave only footprints, and carry a big stick. Carry a big stick, and tidings to General Roosevelt. Did he? Was he the guy that did that? Uh, speak softly and carry a big stick. That was him. I think that was Roosevelt. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Teddy. Yeah, Teddy was a good one. Yeah. But he had he had a lot to do with the national parks, didn't he? Yeah, in fact, uh he was he was kind of the first president to really uh say hey, we need some of these fucking Really things. hit it up, yeah, to really designate some some big acreage. So, so what is the difference between now a a a national park and a national forest? We talked about that, right? Yeah, well, the park is uh a lot of it comes from that Teddy Roosevelt era a lot of the old ones, Yellowstone and Yosemite and such. And the, f- the national forests are also public land, but they're more widespread. There's all kinds of them. There's tons of them. Yeah, they're in a lot of states. Not a lot of eastern states as much, but... We are in the Inyo it, National Forest, right? Yeah, we're in the Inyo. But where in the Inyo National Forest, we will not say. Yeah, let's... We are Inyo, Inyo. We're Inyo, Inyo, Inyo. Yo. <laughs> In yo, in as so far as I can yo, 
We're up. Yo. We are up, up in yo. Up in yo, yo, in yo. National Forest here. And this place is unique uh, for a number of reasons, right? Oh, it certainly is. We have the oldest trees in the world. Which is the bristlecone pine. Bristlecone. We we touched earlier. They indeed. They look pretty gnarly. Gnarly and uh, living only in dolomite. Which is a not a, a guy from the 70s. Not a hardcore black exploitation yeah, um, like mustache dolomite. guy, but a type of white rock, right? Dolomite. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, some some rocky slopes up here. They actually they live at the tree line, so we're talking. Were we at twelve or eleventh? Over. Yeah, we we were close to tw- we were twelve. Right. We were over twelve thousand feet. And uh, so they're bastards. They just soak. They're like. Oh, no one's going to use this space? We'll just use all of it. Yeah. That's the bristlecone survival method. They're holding on. From what I read in that little um, placard, it said something about how bristlecone used to be everywhere, but then has, it became more uh, unhabitable. Right. The bristlecone was allowed to, it, not allowed, but it thrived above a certain height. Cause yeah. Because it hang with the, uh, with the dolomite. Yeah, and it's just kind of shrunk down to a few mountaintops now at this point. They're pretty gnarly. They, they do look kind of like a Christian inspirational poster, but you know. Yeah. Oh, that's I was saying earlier. <laughs> everyone comes out there at dawn and takes pictures, and then it's the the inspirational message just goes right below. You know. It's just, yeah. Um, change yourself. Or we used to have what? one. <laughs> Phil, do you remember this? Mar- you remember our religion teacher, Mrs. Mrs. W. I'll call her. Do you remember the poster she had in front of her desk that had a big picture of probably a bristlecone pine that said artist, colon, God. God. Remember that? Uh, yes. Artist, yeah. God. Wyrens. Wyrens. Uh, well, bleep that out now. <laughs> hey, no. Oh, yeah. Actually, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I would love for it. To... Yeah. So I heard you were uh, talking about me, not derogatorily, just sort of referencing my classroom poster that I loved. <laughs> Molly Wyrens, yeah. Artist, God. Yep. And she did not that like it best. when you asked her who the who. If you were like, "Excuse me, Mrs. Warrens, who did this uh, amazing photograph of this tree? Who's the artist of it?" Oh, I'm sorry. It is it is God. <laughs> it is God who did this. I'm sorry. Oh, but who took it the is. picture? God took it. <laughs> he did. God took it. He might have. Right. You want to uh, elaborate a bit, Patrick, what you've been doing up here in these uh, in these wild lands? Because well, last time you were in the podcast, we were uh, up in, an, what is it? It's a UFO. Oh yeah, we got we got some lights in there. Are you sure it's flashing? It's not just the trees in a Yeah, they're just somebody like. I'm seeing a steady beam right now. Yeah, somebody's just flat. They aren't. I don't think they're signaling us. I think it's just one of a like mind of us who's yeah. using a flash. Somebody's light. got a headlamp on. That's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, glass them, Phil. And this song is spooking too. Right. Phil's using the glass right now to regard them across. They're uh, on a whole. They're probably a couple, like two miles away, but across a deep ridge. Yeah. A deep valley, sorry. We're having a secret fire right now. Yeah. This it's is pretty. T- it's pretty well protected. We're basically burning incense. Is what we're doing. Yeah, we're sitting around a pile of incense. Yeah, because we have some. Uh, we have some, this is all, everything I've say, basically saying I've learned from you in the last couple of days, but I'll say we're amongst pinon pines and uh, 
uh, juniper pines. It's P and J. P and J, as it say, as it's called, huh? It's, uh, and they're yeah. both incredibly fragrant. Oh, they're not, the best. I not like incense. Incense, right? Well, so, like we yeah. were saying, incense is they make incense. Yeah, out this of is incense. This very wood. When we first got here, I was overcome with the stink of sage. Yeah, so, we're well above the sage. We're and deeply above it. So last, anyway, yeah. yeah so last uh, time we talked, we were, we were up in Northern California, undisclosed location, uh, deep in the woods, um, sort of in and around south, near north of San Francisco. But now we're here, and you've been out here. What have you been doing? Indeed. For, uh, what is your, been your? I'm working um, with some frogs in frogs. the Sierra. Some rare frogs. What kind of frogs? They are called the mountain yellow-legged frog. Mountain yellow-legged frog. How big are they, approximately? This is a pretty classic-looking frog. Uh, pretty textbook. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyhow, textbook frog, yellow underside. Right. I only hesitated there because we, we hear some tire tracks in the distance. Should this I is, have, uh, I'll pause it real quick. Yeah, that's it. Remove ya, resumption. Redemption. Okay, we're talking about frogs. So this is the yellow-bellied sapsucker. <laughs> this is the sapsucking yellow-bellied mountain double-legged frog. Right. There's actually uh, so here's the here's the quick rundown. They ninety-two percent of these frogs have disappeared. You know, mostly in the last century. And that's because of what exactly? Mostly because of trout. Introduced trout and uh, this fungus. And how did the trout get introduced exactly? They just were dumped in just about every lake in the high country, sometimes by plane, sometimes by like milk jug. Milk jug? What do you mean? Like the yeah, people used eggs? to just hike hike up a milk jug with, you know, a little no fry in there. And they just dump them and then they, and they start to procreate there, yeah. and spawn. And then they're there, so frogs just got decimated. The point of that was to create a bunch of them so they could have fishing lakes up in the high country. Well, yeah, just People the overall fish. the overall attitude of conservation or anything of that sort. Pretty much until the seventies and eighties was to increase sport, okay. fishing and hunting. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a whole lot of concern for frogs or anything else. Mm-hmm. But these frogs have been decimated by the trout populations up there. Pretty much, they got a few strongholds, and then this fungus started coming through and started knocking off some of these strongholds. So they just suddenly situation got a little dire, and so now there's some efforts to uh, to help them out, you know. And uh, and you're part of the effort. I'm part of that effort. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's it's nice. It's it's high country Sierra. Mostly above ten thousand feet, between ten and thirteen. It's very pristine. Yeah, it's for the most part, absurdly up there. pristine. Yeah. Everything feels like it's uh, totally sterile because it's the sun up here is so intense. It is. It's a UV. It's just like crackling. You can drink all the water in those lakes oh, up there. Yeah. They're just they're UV. They're UV totally sterile. Yeah, origin just point of source. <laughs> ch- you can. No need to yeah, filter. Yeah, we've, we've had quite a bit of water to drink, and all of it from little bubbling, gurgling yes. fountains of water tumbling down the mountainside. Yeah, it looks like that one place, the place we were at last night looked a lot like 
something you'd see in Alaska, like a miniature version of it or something. Yeah, well, it's, it's like tundra. It's yeah. alpine tundra up there. So it's so high up. What were you saying about the what the altitude does to the uh, the sort of the ecosystem up there? Well, the thing is, it's it's tundra. It's a tundra type. So there's not a whole lot of the season is pretty short. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get a whole lot of heat. There's a ton of snow in the winter. Sometimes it takes until the middle of July or even August to melt. It's the last couple of years have been really, really dry as far as snow, but it just from the elevation gets that same kind of harsh climate that you'd find at a, at a latitude further north. Mm-hmm. So elevation is kind of it's nice like that. You can travel. All these you can travel latitudes essentially just by going up a mountain. Oh, really? Yeah, because it, it yeah, it's 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 all these different plant communities grow at a specific altitude. And they uh, there's not a whole lot of species that can survive up there, right? So it's kind of a, a yeah, limited it, amount. The diversity there. definitely drops once you go up there, and the higher you go, the less. Eventually, you're uh, just bare rock and. Yeah, we were camping under like these ridges that just thought they had been blasted by whatever. Like, yeah. I guess the nuclear radiation of the sun and the thin atmosphere. There's nothing there at all. All you can see a couple of little green patches and then we climbed up one day to one part and there's nothing there except for some old well, there were uh we saw some living ones and some not living ones, but some foxtail pine, right? Yeah, those foxtails are great there. Are, like, Another really ancient tree. Right up there with the bristle cone. Yep. Actually, looks cooler than the bristle cone. I'll say that. Yeah, I think I think, I think the couple that we saw on the mountain were just much. They cooler. were stellar. Yeah, they had like this real like woo to them. They're like, pfft, like busting out. It's like you, if you like, took a picture of a dancer mid-flight, like. Tah! Yeah, it's like some ballet. It's <laughs> yeah. like some tree ballet. The one we saw had like this thing where it was like, all of its arms were pointed out toward the valley. And it was dead. It was like it had been stoned, but turned to wood instead of stone. Just sort of stuck out there on that ridge. It kind of looks like a, there's a, a high wind blowing. There's like a bunch of robes all torn up or yeah. something. It's like like Tibetan prayer flags yeah. and the winds of Everest. It's, uh... <laughs> they also have a weird they they taper up to a point really fast. They become well, like that's so weird how how when wide God is your artist, <laughs> that's what you get. Sweet. So what do you think God was thinking? What do you think our dear daddy God dear, was thinking? Dear daddy God. So I was telling Patrick and Phil, dear listeners, Patrick and <laughs> Phil, about this, why I keep saying dear daddy God over and over again is because after I graduated from college, I was living at home and trying to figure out what the fuck to do with anything. My mom was like, you should go to this meeting at the Sissy Heights. They're trying to establish a Catholic radio station. I'm like, oh, Oh, no. What? No, I shouldn't go to that. I don't want to be a part of that. She's like, no, they, they could use your expertise because <laughs> you be I worked there. in radio. I worked in college radio for four and a half years, which, you know, it's directly tangential. <laughs> it's directly relates to starting up a Catholic radio station, <laughs> building, finding the funds and building a radio tower to broadcast your Catholic blast. <laughs> so I go to this meeting, right? I can't remember much. It was like an hour and a half long, super boring, like a big square table. Like everyone was way too far apart and just everyone's overly nice and def- deferential at everything. And there's some guy, probably in his like late 50s, maybe early 60s, gray hair, looked kind of like, um, looked kind of like 
I don't know. Like he's seen better. Like he's had some <laughs> rough times, and Jesus is really—he's really happy to be with Jesus now. And he passed out these little like leaflets of paper that had a prayer on them, and it started with "Dear Daddy God." <laughs> Dear Daddy God. Dear Daddy God. He even went through the prayer. Dear Daddy God. Oh, so creepy. But now. Well, but now I understand, though, now being up here in the high country. Yeah, I think that we kind of got we yeah, I get we it. got that today. Yeah, we, Daddy God is protecting us from cougars, or at least so far. It'll probably be like a wicked cougar attack on this recording. Well, just, cool you know, thing. whenever you're just blown away by something. It's yeah. just, dear. Dear Jacob. Oh, Ooh, Jacob. David, look at that frog. <laughs> or, this is Phil's favorite thing. Ooh, the softest ways you say it. What, what do you mean? Ooh. About the grass. <laughs> oh, yeah, the softest grass. Well, that was the softest all... grass in the in the world. Yes, the softest grass <laughs> yeah. in the world. Where where was this? Uh, did you trot on? I think that was around the was lake, up there? right? Oh the yeah, lake. those. It was this beautiful little tuft meadow. Yeah. This is after we stripped down to nudity and jumped in the goddamn coldest waters yeah. in the universe and got yeah. blasted was, by the uh, uh, the freezing that was radiation. Hot. Oh. I don't know. Like it was oh, it was cold. Tapes done. Or it could be a jaguar who just foiled its approach. It's a jaguar. <laughs> Everything can be a jaguar. <laughs> I guess jaguars, according to this PBS series I saw in a hotel room a few weeks ago, are the most widespread of cat species. <laughs> oh, is that right? Heads up. Uh, hey, I, I, I didn't even know that. Or maybe it's leopards. I don't know. Well, there's cougars, pumas, catamounts. Those are all the same thing, right? But jaguars and leopards are different. What's that one that's sort of a hybrid? I I really ought to know this. It's it's like in uh, it's in Mexico mostly. I think it's an ocelot, a bobcat. No, it's like a jag. A jag stang. Like yeah, it's it's a a double. A jaguar. It's a double. (laughs) If you play it left-handed, you should switch the reverse of the strings, (laughs) and you can be like Kurt Cobain. Yeah. I thought it's an ocelot. That's that little cat, right? That little. Yeah, what? Bobcat-like thing. It's got a cool name that I can't think of. It's just... A jackfruit. It's, it's a little bit like... Uh, I'm going to just stop this real quick. Yeah. Johnny's stopping the tape. The Irie Life. Cassette. I don't know what that little guy is called, though. Yeah, I'm going to look... We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll solve the problem. Jaguar. Oh, man. Here we go. we got some... Constellations just popped. Yeah, it's beginning to get dark out here. Last 10 minutes or so. We're still getting some light around the rim of these ridges. And now we're seeing, we just have a sliver of a moon out here. So, Oh, the moon's gone? What are you talking about? The moon's No shit. The moon just went down. I do not understand the I thought moon. it was coming up. What's the deal with the moon? The moon. Yeah, what's the deal uh, with it? Like, I don't know the whole about. deal? Or... <laughs> like, what's the deal with the moon in terms of how we look at it? Because I never understood the cycles of oh, the moon. Oh, well, you know, when it, when it appears and, yeah, and it such. Appears and how come it's, it was here and now it's Honestly, Honestly, it seems to be on, you know, a, a regular cycle. Obviously, we right. we can predict it's it. It's a menstrual cycle. Yeah. You know it's, it's It's a good cycle. We uh, The tide cycle. Yeah, it's it's a tidal, tidal, uh, tidal being. But I don't get why it's. I don't ever keep track of when it it's rising or setting. Sometimes it seems like you're not a moon guy. Well, I am a moon guy. I'm a big moon guy. 
Okay. I'm I'm huge on the moon. Out here, when when the moon's bright, it's it's hard to sleep. It's terrifying. It's it's fucking crazy bright. But you're also a person who has trouble sleeping in beds. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I hate beds. I yeah. I don't really yeah. I don't really ever want to. I'm I'm I'll have to sleep in some. You know, it's gonna right. happen, but. You need up to me. Bed, Something really hard. Yeah, that style is so much, man. It just takes up so much fucking room too. If you uh, if you live in a house and you just got this big old bed, it's like. What if it's where the magic happens? Well, <laughs> I hey, you know. Uh, Phil sees more lights on the ridge. Yeah, well, we got. We got a bogey. A, it could be a Mojadine terror squad on their way here. Oh shit! I, I love that word, Mojadine. That's a. Uh, oh, there's two. There's two. We got I see it. three, actually. I see three. Oh, shit. So that's clearly a terror squad in their way here. A lot of this area does look like pictures I've seen of the blasted valleys of Pakistan and Afghanistan. A Forming a circle. Oh, my God. This is like a paranoia, oh, cla- paranoia, paranoia class. Or <laughs> yeah. I see it. Yeah, it's definitely a ritual going on. This oh, is they're getting in their car. Oh. <laughs> well, which is a ritual. That is a ritual. They're getting in their car. That is a certain type of ritual. The worst of all rituals. Piling in. Car. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the open road. Ah, the sweet baby road. Dear Daddy God, thank you yeah, for that's, this sweet that's baby road. That's my daddy. Road. Dear Daddy ah, Highway. Dear Daddy Highway, you've blessed this sacred two-lane Let me roll on. Take me up to the where the catamount cries and I'll... What did you What did you think about the drive up the uh, three ninety five, Johnny? I thought it was uh, pretty good. It's very dry. Like yeah, it's kind of it's a hot one. It was hot. We did, we had an okay time, right? I don't think we had any sort of anything interesting happen or not really. I don't think so. Well, oh the B fifty two. Oh yeah, or was it stealth no, bomber? Oh, oh. the stealth bomber. We saw. We're pretty sure we saw a stealth bomber banking and turning, and this was right around China Lake, which is. Well, there's a goddamn missile test site, isn't there? I think this historically was a missile test site. Yeah, I believe that's right. But I, I think it was a it. model. Could have been a model. It seemed too close and too low to be a real B stealth bomber. Yep. A B3. Pulled an, over an the a, hill. And... An A7. A Duke Niter. That was pretty eventful. That that was eventful. Phil, what, do you, what were your first impressions when you um, arrived at the... Um, the mountaintop lake, which is approximately 10,000 feet up above sea level. Well, that was fantastic. That was fantastic. <laughs> that, was a, that was a serious trek. That was incredibly hardcore. That was hardcore. a serious trek. Yeah, we were huffing and puffing. Patrick was just sort of relaxed, and you know Patrick was carrying 60 pounds on his back. I know. Yeah. I was carrying about maybe 25, 30. <laughs> yep, I was carrying about 20. 20. And Max. we were puffing, man. It was a hard jog up there. So we drove all the way up from Owens Valley, drove all the way up to this parking spot, which is have bathrooms and bear boxes and everything. And it's about that's about ninety two hundred, I think is what the sign said. Then we hiked up another thousand feet or so, right? And then we that's where the lake was. Oh dear. Ah the, the Jaguar daddy. arrived. <laughs> Ah, the deep, the camp jaguar. There's a roar. Huh? Yeah. Good God. But then yesterday, we, to make matters more intense, we decided we'd uh, scramble another 
what say yeah, a thousand that was, feet maybe or what? That was great. How so far was uh, we yeah we probably scrambled up uh, just a random hillside. Right. I I could honestly say we we might have been the first. Well, maybe the first scramblers up there. First people up to that particular spot. Yeah, and that was we could see the lake. Um, there'll be pictures on the website. To yeah, look at if you you've got to post, post a few of those. And that's where I think um, I fell three times on my ass wearing <laughs> thin nylon pants and no underwear and almost literally ripped myself a new asshole on these sharp granite outcroppings Yeah, as we uh, sort of did these gravel slides down a... Like it, a got, it got a bit gnar. Grade. It was yeah. it was gnar. It got some gnar. Uh, we to did, a slight degree. Yeah. That was like what grade three, maybe grade three. Grade yeah, we were doing a little bit of class three there, class three, with yeah. with no exposure. Exactly. This is a technical climbing terms. Yep. I've forgotten all this stuff. I used to be obsessed with all those technical. Yeah, terms we. For climbing. I don't think we were ever exposed. We yeah, we we weren't exposed. What does that mean, exposed? That's that's a general. I think just kind of means if you're if you fall, you you're gonna get hurt or. You're done. Like you're gonna tumble. Yeah, you're exposed. You're gonna. Okay, so you're, you're gonna you're gonna take a pretty good fall. I think we were exposed a couple of times. I feel like I was exposed. <laughs> yeah. I feel like well, there was a couple. Um... I envisioned my death at least four or five. <laughs> very very specifically how I died. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun, isn't it? It is fun. That's kind of. I think that's how you don't die. Is you that's how you, yeah. That's how you don't die because you realize those. The it's the people that don't have those feelings that right. that's that they die. Because I was thinking about one scenario would be like I sort of do an end, head over heel tumble, <laughs> dash my head or shoulder on a rock, and I don't I don't get um I don't get unconscious, but I get like very badly hurt to the point where I can't walk, and you guys have to assist me down. So that'd right. be bad. Yeah. There's the, also the rock tumble death scenario where like a huge. That's the more plausible one. Right. A it's big just, big boulder comes from above. And what can you do? Oh you yeah. You try to get out of his way, but what if it deeks you? Like you go right, and it's like I'm going yeah. right too, mm-hmm. or actually I'm going to my left, which is your right. You never know which it could just pop. It could just bounce to the left or right. You know, it could hit a, a, a mound or like another rock. It could. Yeah, yeah we that's... definitely pulled rock a couple of times in the. Descent. Yeah, we pulled a couple. You know, actually, you rolled you rolled a pretty big one. But it, yeah. see, the thing is, we were our slow. <laughs> well, thank you, <laughs> thank you. You remember that one? Oh, yes, I did. It was quite large. It was sort of like a size of like a refrigerator door. <laughs> it was more jagged. But we were never yeah. we were never on a slope where it could catch any momentum. Yeah. To the point where. It, because you know it it went down like what maybe ten feet like yeah. just sort of slid in some gravel, slid. but enough to enough to be alarmed. A lot of friction there. Yeah. What's the largest rock you've ever seen tumble? Oh shit! Well, uh, yes, I have seen rock slides on mountains. I wasn't right there. Okay. I, I saw it from a distance. That's this what happens. I mean. Yeah. Occasionally, and I, I'll, yeah, I'll say like car size. Jesus I saw it. Couple times, I'm pretty sure it was about a car size, and it was loud and crazy too. It was really, you can hear it from a distance. It kind of sounds like thunder. Um, but yeah, I, every now and then I roll a pretty good, like human size or fridge size boulder, or, or move it a little bit anyway. Because right. you're climbing these these steep slopes, but yeah. And for your for what you do for counting these frogs, you have to go to some pretty remote areas of this valley. Or yeah, bridges or whatever you want to call it. You have to go to this I area. Just, yeah, up, up, real high. You know. So you're by yourself, and you 
Why don't you just walk, walk, walk us through a typical day? Well, a typical two days. Yeah, because it's not a day process. No, right? it's it's, it's kind day. of it's more like a ten day thing. Okay, so let's start with day one. So, well, day one is a. What's for breakfast? Uh, usually talking like some dried fruit <laughs> and uh, coffee. Okay. Dried fruit, coffee, and some something sweet. Got it. Some granola and some some nuts. Got it. So and just like uh, the most mountain man thing. Yeah, thing. pretty pretty classic. And then we'll just just tons of hiking, uh, just it. enormous amount of hiking to high lakes. It involves getting off the trail and you have a pack on, right? Clamoring yeah. over these jagged ridges. And, How much is on your back when you're doing this? Well, uh, nice. You know, the, th- the nice thing is we got a lot of our supplies packed out to us by helicopter. So. So you, how does that work? We've got a, we've got two or three spots where we've got these box lock boxes, and we're able to cache food and gear in there, so we don't have to carry epic weight over these passes and such. It's it's very nice, but uh, nonetheless, I have you know maybe thirty pounds or something. And but so it's like a, it's a helicopter that drops it. How high are these these boxes? How high are they up? Oh, they uh, what be about twelve. Twelve thousand. Yeah, twelve thousand. They drop just, these things. You have to like radio them in, right? Well, the boxes are actually there. They're sort of oh, installed okay. there for the duration of the surveys, which for many years I think it's been going on since like ninety nine or something. And uh, so we get the helicopter drop load of food and stash it in the box, and then we're going back and forth from these sites. Covering How long does it take you to get from? Where you're from down below all the way to where you're. Wow, we're getting smoked here. Yeah, we're getting smoked up. We're going to pause here and take a smoke break. <laughs> a literal smoke break here. Literal smoke break. Please hold while your call is being transferred. You broke your call. I have no clue. I was born in 89. A simulacrum means. Happy Kim Trail Day. Yes, that was my supervisor. Johnny, hold that thought. I can't tell you that over the phone. Do you want to get struck by lightning? Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton. On Feral Audio. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you going to check it out? Okay. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was a pretty good, like, that little... quick one, yeah. That's what we call it. A turn of phrase. I believe that's what they used to call it back in the day. And we're back. We're, back. we're up Here to we no are. good. Here we are back up to no good at uh, gasdiscussion.net. Some aging men sit around a fire talking about what gives them gas now as opposed to what used to give them gas. Garlic. Garlic. We're taking calls here now. Never had a problem before, but lately it's... Lately it's causing havoc. It's active. Garlic. Anti-inflammatory. Um, anti, Anti-antibody. Anti. <laughs> Doesn't it? Anti-chamber. Your, uh, immune system or something, garlic? Well, gar- yeah, garlic's great. Garlic's it's great for you. I think the thing is, I I started not mincing my garlic. I oh. I like to eat it fairly whole. You know, it's just that? full of flavor. You got juice on there? Um. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Phil's making a making a drink. Phil's making a. Grapefruit Roy meets grapefruit juice meets uh, the little. Do you think Lacroix has has just 
their business must have have gone up like ten thousand percent in the I don't last think you're aware five of this, years. Because you've been basically off the grid. Not basically, yeah. you have been off the grid. Yeah. For a while now, a Lacroix is incredibly popular among Los Angeles-based comedians <laughs> to the point where it is like. It's ridiculous. I think I think the popularity is, is everywhere though. Well no not everywhere. But right. among but yeah, among a certain there. crowd that maybe ten years ago. I've talked about this on many podcasts. The LaCroix, LaCroix. market is over thirty. Oh man. Yeah. For people who are newly or newly <laughs> past thirty, they're okay with being past thirty. And this is what you drink because you yeah. can't be drunk all the time because your body right. can't handle being wasted. And you got to drink something. It's nice. It's in yeah. a can. It still it makes costs, the crack sound when you open it. It's in the can. It costs money. It's yes. good <laughs> and it's bubbly. So it's good. Yeah, I. It is great. It's good stuff. But it's yeah. like the over thirty lager. Twist the wind. Brought to you by Lacroix. Lacroix. Sparkling water. Pomplemousse. <laughs> also known as Grapefruit, not a shitty band. <laughs> so there's a shitty band called Pomplemousse. And people are like, ooh, Pomplemousse. They're playing at Target in-store. Target in-store from Pomplemousse. Brought to you by Halliburton. <laughs> what if Halliburton starts sponsoring like sort of like shitty indie concerts at Target? Yeah. Like Super Target and Halliburton Nickelback, presents. three doors down, brought to you by that's, Halliburton. That's horrible. What if it was something like really bad? Some traffic on the road. Look out. Oh, yeah, we got traffic on the road. There's a car on the Headlights. I gotta say, I would not want to be driving on these roads at night. Yeah. There's some mountain roads that like steep grades, trouble. sharp curves. When we were driving down that ridge today, which was we descended almost what seven thousand feet or six thousand feet in a matter of ten yeah. or fifteen minutes. I was a couple times I was like, it would take so little to just kill. <laughs> yeah, let's say your brakes, your brakes just snap. Right. Oh, and there's like a big curve ahead. You're done. I didn't think about that. I thought more of like just turning off to the right or left down a. Oh yeah, you like you ravine. fucking around with your iPod or something. Yeah. I told it's Phil like, that I would not be using my um my knees to drive, which I do a lot of. I do a lot of knee driving. Yeah, I, I actually prefer the knee too. I'm a I'm a knee guy. Yeah. He's great for casual times, but not. Yeah, you know, you got to know right. when when the knee's going to be a little. Think we're going to have an encounter right now. There's a car approaching. No, this, I think we're just in view of the uh, the road, the main road. So it's it isn't even a main road; it's a dirt road. Yeah, cutting meaning hills. a scenic backwoods byway. The bigger question is, what the fuck is that person doing? Yeah, what are they doing right now? Well, what in God's name, hell, are they? What in dear daddy God's they're, world? They're going. They're going to do a dear doing? daddy God poster. They're going to get those those dawn. I think they're going up to the bristle cones. Yeah, they're going right up there. The first crack. They're going to have the tripod set up and. <laughs> Got to have yeah, those man. like photographer shorts with multiple pouches, special <laughs> hat, the long socks. Just all kinds of of like shoulder bags. Mm-hmm. Maybe three or four straps. <laughs> so you see a lot of different here. people up here. You have you must have like opinions of. Certain oh man, yeah. <laughs> spend a lot of time. In the I was office. saying earlier about uh, all this super high tech, low weight gear, mm-hmm. like all the REI shit. Just all the everything's super low weight, high tech. A lot of things enable, for better or worse, all kinds of people to get up into these crazy places and. Which they normally would not be able to do. Yeah, which, you know. It's hard shit. In, in the past was rugged mountaineers. Now 
And there was, uh, I think there was some, some book that's, you know, some girl hiked the, the Pacific Crest Trail and wrote a book and right. Oprah, you know, was on Oprah and then it's on like the, every show and. It's all it takes is a little. It's all in, yeah. So it's just, there's like all kinds of, it's, it's cool for the most part. Yeah. There's, there's some of these trails that just get, there's constant traffic of mm. the same people you'd see at the store. And you're not, you're not expecting. You're yeah, kind of the like store. It's <laughs> the fucking store. It's, a kind of, it's like a Trader Joe's. It's too yeah, nice yeah, to yeah. Not yeah. A place you'd see them at Trader Joe's or some shit, and and they're up here and they're 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 like pretty much lost and they got all this funny stuff. They're wearing like bells to to, to fucking scare bear away. Is that a real thing? Yeah, they these people have bell. Not everyone, but scared of bells. This is a thing that I maybe in Alaska, if you're in you know Kodiak world, you'd I don't know you'd put it on so bears possibly might run away, right? Or either that it's it's the dinner bell and you're about to get eaten. Wait, but but are they, a spe- are they a specific type of bell? Like you have a certain tone or something? No, it's just a, they're like they're just bells. They're like Christmas bells. So. But the funny shit is that these people we're we're above tree line right. and you see these people with it on and yeah sure I mean bear bear are widespread in the mountains but that's not they're you know incredibly uncommon up there and even if they are up there there's they're no threat at all unless you have baby wipes or diapers yeah. with baby shit yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I, you know, it's really common. I mean, I think the last big sort of bear attack or bear, bear sort of human interaction that caused an injury was because of diapers filled with yeah. shit in someone's. Oh car. yeah, they the, want to the, eat that baby. These shit. bears that live in in like picnic areas and and this is mostly on the other side of the mountain where, right. you know, they just they're definitely more. Uh, they're more aggressive there, and actually, there's this thing where they have a sign telling you to take your baby car seat out of your car. Because they'll eat the car at, seat at the parking lot. Because they'll rip into the car to like eat the drool off of a car seat. <laughs> That's how good human babies are. Human babies are the, the dynamite snack food of the universe. There's nothing sweeter or softer. It's got to be good. Secretions from I mean, a human baby. Just some sweet, like, sweet drool. That bear will smash the back window of your Honda Civic <laughs> just to get at some baby wipes or anything that smells like your baby. Oh, Isn't Phil. That... Phil bought some baby powder today. He did. That's right. Oh, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Put that, like, throw it over as far as you possibly can. Or throw some, attach some bells to it and throw it. <laughs> and hopefully, oh, God, baby powder. Yeah, this, there's people up here. It, it's it's cool. There's there's all kinds of people. I don't know. I've I've only been here for one summer. I'm just getting the getting the initial the taste. It's a big ski area up here, so right. the winter is going to be um, it's going to be you know all these hardcore backcountry ski people. It's going to be extreme. It's it's super extreme mm-hmm. out here. If you want it to be, it doesn't have to be though. Yeah, it can be. We had a pretty mellow day today. Thank God. Yeah, because uh, I think I was about to die at one point earlier today. We pushed, we pushed you guys a little hard, you know. It's a little hard. I think it was the combination of the, the hiking plus you hard got, to sleep plus and the, the altitude. Yeah, altitude, altitude is hard to. Yeah, it realize. takes a minute. You gotta, you gotta adjust. Good calibrate. Call the invisible killer. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. No, it's not. What the, what's the real invisible what pillar it's, made on? I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? Uh, is it like under undercurrents? The invisible killer. That, that can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. What's the new invisible killer? Shark well, gas. <laughs> uh, radon. I think it is altitude, though. Cell phone signals. CO carbon monoxide. I think. I think technically carbon yeah, monoxide that's, has the that's trademark the silent on the silent one. killer. Yeah. Because it puts you to sleep and then you're done. Yeah. Because you decided you would light a fire in your kitchen because you were cold. Yeah. Don't, you watch out for that. Yeah. That's one of those things where if you die that way, I feel not as bad for you as if you die another way. Yeah. It. You know. It's a rough way to go. Like any kind of gas is uh right. But if it's because you started a fire in your home, yeah, burning shit inside of a place that has a roof and it's closed in. Right. They they they've been telling me not to do that from day one. Yeah, you don't know. do that. Just try it. I watched that movie with Britt. I watched the Just um, at least crack a window, crack you know, window. if you're going to do that. We watched the, what's it called? We watched uh Something and Something Make a Porno, that Kevin Smith movie. And there's one part where they have a barrel like hobos because their power's out and they're burning, they're burning stuff inside their apartment. I'm like, this is this is not that's, not good. That's a bad a influence, bit. you know. You'll be dead. Yeah, You're dead by morning. <laughs> it's like a suicide move. <laughs> How did you die? Well, I set it out, lit a fire and a 55 gallon drum in my living room. I don't see how you couldn't know though. I mean, it. It just yeah. doesn't make sense how it would be so silent. Because it would go. Well, I guess the carbon monoxide silent because you're. You're burning like some asleep. gas. You got like some gas leak or something. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Gas leak and you're sleeping. Yeah. Creeping while you're sleeping. That's what. That's what carbon monoxide's new thing should be. Carbon monoxide <laughs> creeping while you're sleeping. <laughs> you go. You got someone in the glass field. Yeah. All right, we got a person oh, in the glass on the opposite ridge from us. What do we got? Is it a, just a, a lamp, a light? Well, it could be. Um, there's a couple of things it could be, right? We've established this yesterday. Uh, it could be an old coot. <laughs> it could be a codger. <laughs> a codger. Uh, it could be some type of a hermit. It's a, it's a hermitage over there. Or you know what? It could probably most likely is because of that light. It's probably a peddler. <laughs> it's probably some type of a peddler who's uh, just checking on his wares tomorrow for the Sunday bazaar that he has <laughs> once a month in his mountain shack where he invites other coots, codgers, and otherwise mountain folk to come and pick through his chunks of, of shiny shiny objects that are for sale for ludicrous prices and some so cheap they might as well be free. Oh, the old mountain peddler. <laughs> oh, that's old that's old Jacoby, the mountain peddler. Yeah, he surfaces once every uh, quarter moon in a year. To pedal some of the finest shiny rocks you've ever seen. <laughs> oh, he'll sell you some of the finest piece of shit knives you've ever seen, man. Oh, you want to see some rusty items? Go into it's old got railroad Jacobi's. ties. <laughs> oh, Jacoby. Ooh, that's a good railroad tie. That's, that's an old one. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Don't, don't touch that. That's a genuine aeroplane. That's a Santa Fe. <laughs> man. Yeah, I love those guys. Those. Three. I wish there were more. That I wish that more was, peddlers. Yeah, well, just mountain hermits. I feel like it's a bygone era. There's not a lot of hermits around. You're kind of not allowed to. Right? Yeah, because like now, now you know it, your your national lands. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't live on them. You can't. You can't. Was there a live. time you could or no? There was a time you could. When did it change? 
I don't know exactly when that changed. I'm thinking it's probably in the 50s or something. The 50s. Yeah. Is that when they had the uh, the codger explosion? <laughs> yeah, that's, that must have been. That's when they got these must have been over codgered and all these uh, codgers who were unused in the war. They were felt uh, useless when they returned, so they had like I'm gonna so set up camp. So now it's a maximum of 14 days in any given spot. Is and, that true? Uh, 14 days? Yeah. So then, and, is, and then you have to move camp. What is considered moving camp, though? Uh, you have to vacate the premises for at least a day or two. Before you can like, come back, because if you're like me, you do the thing where <laughs> if you're like me, you do the thing when you're parking, like you move your car forward a foot and a half, yeah, just to reset the chalk line if there is that's, one. That's yeah, I don't think that's going to work technically up here. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're like if you're squatting in a national uh, forest, how many feet do you have to resettle I, yourself I, over? I don't. I think it's got to be like a. They actually have this defined. I don't know the answer. They, but they've come into some some real surly coots and cottages. Oh, this, yeah. They, See, they the, have to lay down a lot of these. You know, coots. the the modern day coot is uh, <laughs> is got the truck trailer, truck topper camper. Okay. And he's doing the fourteen day. Uh, that's the classic hermit. And then Codger yeah, look, that's huh? that's where we're at now. Okay. We're in Codger country, <laughs> deep in Codger country. <laughs> Wait, Here the so codgers are doing very well this the year. The codgers are doing great. Wait, so what is the, the law is they have to, 14 days and they have to vacate? you got to go somewhere else. And there's a maximum days per year, which is something like, oh, oh I don't know, uh, 100, 100 or something. God. But the, you can't, this is only enforceable if you're staying in the same spot and somehow there's some ranger or He's somebody counting that's counting your days. Uh, it's generally, yeah, I, so I, I doubt it's an issue. Is most there some of the type time. of a coot or codger squad? <laughs> a codger squad? They, uh, I'm part of the elite codger squad. We're around these peaks 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, busting codgers and coots who think it's their business to stay amongst these uh, we got ancient an, pines. We've got another one here, Bill. Oh, yeah, this, dear. This is day 17 here. Day 17, huh? Um, hey, how long have you been here? Hey, yeah. Oh, 13 days? Well, I just checked my country clock. Looks like you've been here for 17 days. And uh, these babies don't lie. So um, yeah. Ben or Jacobson or whatever your name is, you're going to have to, have to scuttle this buddy and get yeah. on out down the road here. Maybe crash at a codger home a couple thousand feet below here. <laughs> the codger has difficult time breathing uh, sea level air. I yeah, I've, you know what? This is kind of uh, it's, it's kind of hidden close to home. Are you in danger? I think of uh, I think I might actually already be one. I'm I'm codgered up. You're, <laughs> you're at risk of becoming a coot. I've noticed some language coming out of your mouth that just yeah. slightly disdainful to people of a non-codger entity. Uh, Non- I'm afraid the disdain for beds. Yeah, this is some. This is some. Yeah. This is so a, all the warning signs are in place. There's a classic warning signs to an eventual <laughs> probable coot codger. I, look, did you see my codger mobile? My oh, yeah. my van is uh, codger deep. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much a hermit cave, is it's what it is. Though. It's very colorful. Yeah, it's you. Got, you got to make your place nice if you're if you're gonna hermit up. You do have wares you can pedal though. I actually have wares. You do have wares. You I have should be. Wares. I need to get a. I need to get a nice blanket and. Oh yeah. And start hitting the markets. We should. Really. Um, we should spike this podcast with a few musical flavors. Oh, shall we? should I bust out some forty fives? Let's do it. Let's take I've a got a, a hot selection. Let's do it. Oh man. Okay, breaking. 
Okay, now we've got uh, Fireside Tunes going about right now. What is that little? What kind of player is that? That's a, oh, Zenith? It's a Zenith. Yeah. So that's a little portable 45, battery operated 45 only, right? Yeah. It's too small for 12 oh, it's inches. Got, it's no, you can throw. Really? It seems like it's too small, but I guess. Put LPs on there. This is. I've never seen one like this before. Does it have a handle? It's a beauty. It doesn't have a handle. Does it have like a um like a case? It's got a little top. A topper. Yeah, yeah. Got it. So. What do you want? Should I do some? Should I like R&B soul? Let's do um. Let's hear whatever you want to play. He's a great. You know the artistics, right? Yeah, I think I do. The price of love. Um, the price of the no something else. Yeah, yeah. Is that <laughs> it? Well, this is a this is a different one. This is a new okay. one I just got. It's called the Chase is on. The Chase is on. Playing a little bit fast. This is like three percent fast. I oh, I couldn't tell. Yeah, I, that's really cracking right there. What was that? Yeah. The artistics. That's the artistics on Brunswick. Uh, what was it called? The chase is on. The chase is on. God, yeah. they're great. The artistics 
That's a awesome New York group. band? Chicago. So Brunswick is New York. Brunswick right? is almost all Chicago. That is okay. Yeah, like I the Shy Lights. Uh, Brunswick is Shy Lights. Uh, a bunch right? of uh, oh, yeah. Here's one. I think we're gonna slow this one down. We're gonna. Who we this got is here? really great. This is fu- you're gonna love this, Johnny. Sounds good. This is a this capital. is uh, Stan Wilson. This seems like is this some capital country? No, no. I was I had no idea what to expect. It's on a country ish label called Cavalier. Cavalier, okay. But, um, like a, a red label capital. Oh, shit. Yeah, we'll play it at the regular speed okay. here first. But then then I'm, we're going to play it again. No, just start it at slow. Let's just yeah, we'll, oh, you know, start it slow and speed it up. I really like it slow, though. There's so many records that the chief reason to own a 45 is so you can play it too slow. That's like some. That's an island number, I believe. Huh? Yeah, that's uh, that's some calypso. It says on here, unique song stylist. Damn. On the record. It's a pretty dark song there. It's yeah. About stealing a king, kidnapping. No, it's about a king that leaves his throne okay. for uh, for for the love of a woman. Damn! Don't leave, king. And uh, it's very dark sounding. I feel like. Yeah, I I really like that. Uh, is that classified? It's almost like a popcorn kind of thing. Yeah, you know, it kind of falls. 
It's got the it's got the dark kind of what sound. What makes to popcorn it. popcorn? You want to talk about that? For oh a yeah, and I don't really know. I yeah, you do. No, no, I don't. I, it's <laughs> all those about? terms. Uh, I feel like. Well, so here's it. Just helps sort of so sell it's stuff, right? in in Belgium, right? Okay. And this is like, I I'm just kind of throwing it out there. Maybe late '60s or something. Right. All these cats in Belgium started getting into this sort of like oldie sounding stuff. And uh, that's different than the typical soul records that people were spinning in England and very such. Very minor, very dark. Yeah, well, well, actually, a lot of the minor key stuff is what they call new breed R and B, which that's a, I don't know, I don't know. That's right. Not new a very good R&B. term, new breed. Is it N U breed? <laughs> no, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. So then, what makes the popcorn the popcorn? To me, it's a lot of the records that are called popcorn. I just like and. They seem to cover a, a, a spectrum of stuff, but a lot of them, a lot of the new breed stuff gets called popcorn. A lot of the kind of like off kilter oldies call, get called popcorn. What and is it sort of just the, what makes it? It's it's just kind of, to me, it seems like it's an off kilter, esoteric kind old, of old um, R&B number a lot of times r&b soul like just obscurities a little bit of exotica in there and there's some song i think it was by these pair of guys from la that you have and it's you said brown and green yeah that's so you said it's kind of like that right essential pop popcorn song uh you know well like a quintessential here you know why don't we play i have exactly like a very very typical popcorn record uh, a lot of the stuff is more it's kind of like the marketing end of it right like if you go on ebay sure you're going to tag stuff with psych uh yeah vintage. you just you throw on these terms so that you you know the, the right people see your ad or whatever it's like a hashtag for music before it's, yeah, it's exactly that so it's but, funny though because the word popcorn doesn't seem anything like what you think yeah it i sounds like I think some of it does. Like it does some of it is kind of like weird Halloweeny, cartoony yeah, Halloween. Halloweeny stuff. That's that's a good way to describe it. So that, uh, in a way, that seems to fit. But yeah, it, it's. it's kinda, I think it's just really is a lot of people are kind of discovering all these obscure things, and you know, for lack of a better term, popcorn has come up, and and uh, I I like I like popcorn. Mm-hmm. You know what? <laughs> There, I it's said it. Great, I like it. Yep. So here it is. Uh, this one is by Donna D. Donna D. Donna D. On the RCA label. Great. This is pretty classic. Here looking at here, you think? So here we go.
Say the name of the title and the, again. That's Donna D. Donna D. Like nobody's going to hurt you. The letter D or D E? That's D double E. D double E. Donna D. Nobody's going to hurt you. Yeah, that's pretty dark. Yeah, I, I love that uh, guitar line. Yeah. Just kind of cool clicks. And he's got the, yeah, she's got that thing, that like Charlie Feathers thing going on. Yeah, or like, what's her name? Ruth Brown kind of has uh, Or like, I, I can't tell. Yeah, I mean, Ruth Brown is one of my favorites. She's also a, a popcorn favorite. Mm-hmm. Laverne Baker as well. She's but she kind of sounds like Wanda Jackson to me or something. Okay, like like Wanda that. Jackson mixed with, uh, I don't know. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's got that little that little squeaky thing. Popcorn. Definitely some death. I'm gonna pause it here real quick, or stop, and we'll we'll come back with some smoke. Hi, this is supervisor. May I help you? Hey, yo, how is it going there? Um, good. I'm I'm doing good. I'm just trying to figure out this whole thing with the cookies. Um, you know, I got to surprise a couple guys on a camping trip coming up here, and they're um they're big. Well, co- we, we- we sell our cookies for eight ninety eight a piece. Got it. And if you want them stacked as high as you want to, we can do that as far as as many as you would like to. But they will come out at eight ninety eight a piece, though. I didn't know that. She said you couldn't stack them. Well, if you if you pay for it and want us to do that, we can do it for you. Oh my um, gosh! If, if that's what you like. Oh yeah, that's maybe definitely. She wasn't, maybe she thought you were looking for a price for a stacked version. But we can, um, if you like, you know, you want four cookies, we oh. charge you eight ninety eight a piece. But we can, you know, put icing in the middle of each layer for you and and decorate the top layer if you'd like. Oh wow, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Also, but I want to think that's pretty cool. Okay, well let me uh, let me do a little recon now that I got this knowledge and see just okay. about how much we can stack. Because I want to I do three, but I might go for four, or maybe as little as two, depending on what the missus says here, because she's the budgetary. I just want to make sure it's possible. What was her name again? Okay. My name's Lois. Lois. Okay, great. Thanks so much for helping it out. And um, we'll, we'll get back in there. I'm going to talk to these Patrick and Phil about the camp thing, because we're going to be at elevation. And I don't, Have you ever been high in elevation before? No, I have not. Neither, neither have I, and I don't know. Do you I, think? Well, I, let me take you back. I have climbed Stone Mountain, um, in in Stone Mountain, Georgia. I have climbed that mountain, but you, I oh wow, I remember how high I was? You climbed. Yeah, a, I've, actually, I have climbed a few mountains. Well, so can you tell me this? Do you remember when you were up there? If it was like you were more hungry or less hungry? Um, you know, I actually. Uh, I went up, when we went up, um, I was up there for quite a while because um, mm-hmm. we climbed it and everything. When I first got up there, I was more or less thirsty. Okay. Um, as far as eating, I didn't want to eat any more or any less or okay. anything like that. It was just, you know, if I ate a good meal before I left, I, you know, I think I was just fine and everything. Cool. And then about lunchtime, I was ready to go to lunch. That's about it. So I don't think any more or any less, depending on how how high you're climbing. Hmm. That sounds pretty interesting. How long did it take you to get up to the top there? Um, it was 1.3 miles up, so it didn't take an hour mm-hmm. or so, uh, climbing, so it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it's not too bad, yeah. This we're talking about probably three hours, so I guess maybe we'll be so less hungry. You might hungry. be a little bit more. You might be a little bit more hungry because it's taken a little bit longer. Yeah. Maybe you'll want some snacks and stuff going up, you yeah. know, to, to pick and eat at, and when you get to the top here... You know, depending on how much you pick and eat at going up, you might want some more to eat. What would be cool? We could. What would be cool? But I don't know if it's possible. Would be to do like a thing where you have a, like a cookie. that's like a cup. 
That would right. be fun. You could drink out of it, drink like a Coke out of that, and then once you're done with the Coke, you eat the cup. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's do you guys do that or no? Um, I didn't do it myself. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So, like I said, we just we went up for the day, and we spent a uh, couple hours at the top of the mountain, and then um, we climbed back down, and that was it. So you an adventurer, or how? What do you, would you say that was? Well, for for me, it was a place uh, that my family grew up, so it was something that we always I did pretty much every year until I was probably twenty five. Oh, and I don't go as often as I do, and now uh, being a little bit older, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, I don't have as much ambition to climb it as much as I used to. But when I take somebody new, I do it just so that they can experience. That sounds like a real good tradition. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We need more of those it, as people. Yeah, it definitely was a tradition. I, every time I get to go down to Georgia, I definitely uh, go to Stone Mountain and, and uh, hang out there for the day and stuff. It's beautiful. There's probably all types of things they can see there that are unchanged for thousands of years. Right. Absolutely. It's a good, it's a good thing. There's these trees that, that we true. saw that are very old. Oh, excuse me? Some old trees are always good. Oh, yeah. And the thing that, like, um, because of Georgia's elevation, you know, being close to uh, Florida's, when the mountain actually rose at the top, when it rains, you, there's little, um, like, sea animals in the top of the, in the puddles up, up on top of the mountain. Wow. Yeah, so it's really cool. If you ever get a chance to go down there, you should absolutely experience it. Okay, I'll definitely bring that up to my adventuring party, and uh, thank you so much, Lois. Oh, absolutely. You have a wonderful evening, okay? Bon chance. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. I can't believe how cold it is. It's so cold Are you fucking here. serious? Don't you fucking honest? Don't fucking look at me. I'm so sorry. 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 I'm so